0: Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier, healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, well then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Heptalks podcast. Happy Monday. It's Monday for you when you're hearing this. It is Saturday morning for me. I think about two weeks before this episode is going to air, and I'm having a really incredible morning, and I love that for me. And I love to be intentional, as you know about Really honoring how I'm feeling, whether that's amazing or not so good. I think it's so important for us to normalize taking the time to acknowledge how we're feeling, especially when we're feeling really good so that we can remember how beautiful these moments are and know that everything that we're going through – it always passes. Our feelings are so temporary, ebbing and flowing all of the time. And the more we can get comfortable with that idea, I just think the happier and more fulfilled we will feel in our lives. I had a really great workout this morning. I, If you've been following at all with my like weightlifting on social media, I haven't been sharing a ton of my workout routine. But for the last several months, I've really been working on getting stronger. And if I'm being honest, I don't think that I've been pushing myself as hard as I can, but this morning I had a PR on the hack squat machine. So I don't do traditional squats with a barbell. I don't have the best back. I was rear ended in three car accidents within nine months of each other. And sometimes my back is just really, really finicky. So I have to be really careful with the things that I do that I know put additional strain on my lower back and traditional squats with barbell, like on my shoulders is one of them. So I generally do our hack squat machine. And then we have another machine at Our gym, where you tie, I don't even know what it's called, if I'm being honest, you put a belt around your waist and then. There's like a chain that's connected to your waist and connected to weights. And then you like hold on to these bars and you can squat on there. I just started doing that. But I'm traditionally, normally, generally doing the hack squat machine. And today I pushed myself on squats for probably the first time in quite some time. And I did my personal best, which was 290 pounds. I definitely could have gotten 300. I don't know why I didn't push myself. I was just kind of over it. Um whenever I'm trying to see like what my PRs are, I'm taking much longer breaks in between sets and I get like frustrated. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's taking like 20 minutes just to get through this and I'm ready to move on with my workout. But I had a really great workout today. And then I was feeling really inspired to record for the podcast. So I'm sitting here recording a couple of episodes for you guys. Something that I think is so important when you do creative work is finding the ability to honor your creative periods, like when you feel really creative, and learning how to be creative even when you're not necessarily feeling really creative. And and if you do work like this, or maybe you're an artist, or maybe you're a content creator, or um, a videographer. Like, there are so many things that I can think of where showing up and being creative can feel really difficult. So, just a word of encouragement to like really honor when you do feel creative and allow yourself to embrace that and take full advantage of it by getting things done when you're really feeling in that mood. But I'm really excited for the series that we have coming on the podcast over the next couple of Wednesdays. I have planned to do, I think, three of these episodes. We might end up doing Doing four though. I might do one specifically around podcasting because I know that there are a lot of women in my audience who are building businesses of their own and are thinking about taking the route of starting a podcast or growing their podcast. So what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of episodes is sharing with you if today was day one, Of something that I've accomplished, here's what I would focus on. So today I'm sharing with you, if today was day one of my 100 pound weight loss journey, here are some of the things that I would focus on. We're going to do one around business, coaching business in the online space. We're going to do one around really changing my mindset. I'm also thinking I can do one around healing relationship with food and one. Potentially around podcasting. So there will probably be between three to five episodes like this titled, If Today Was Day One of My, Here's What I Would Focus On. And I'm excited for today's episode. This is one that I actually sat down and brainstormed some things that I want to really specifically share with you because I wanted to narrow down, like, what would I really focus on? Having lost a hundred pounds twice which is just so wild. I've lost so much weight in my life. It's kind of crazy to think about. Um, Lost and gained a lot of weight. Like the, the continued losses only happened because I also continued to gain weight. I've learned so much over the last... I. I keep saying decade of my life. Do you, I don't know if you ever do this. This is like a side tangent. Do you ever say like, I was just getting ready to say, I've learned so much over the last decade of my life, but really my first weight loss journey was when I was 19, which was not a decade ago. It was actually closer to two decades ago. It's like, I'm just so used to saying that. And I forget every single year I'm getting older and older and older. Like I'm going to be 37 in just a couple of months. So I've learned so much over the last... 17, is that the right math? 17 years of my life. I don't think that's right, but we're just going to go with it. But closer to two decades since I started my first weight loss journey and I struggled with my relationship with food Far beyond that, I started struggling with my relationship with food around 10, noticing issues with my body image around that age as well. And many thoughts of dieting prior to 19, there were days where I would not eat all day at school. I would tell myself like, I'm just going to have one glass of water today and that's it. But no real serious dieting until I was 19. 19 was when I went on my first like serious diet where I actually lost a lot of weight. I lost 100 pounds in nine months. And there are so many things that I've learned over the course of the last several years. And I think that it's important to share where I would start, knowing what I know now. So if I share this with you right after my first weight loss journey, then what I would share with you would probably be quite different. I would probably give you different guidance, right? If you scroll back to my social media to 10 years ago, you would see me saying very different things than I say now because I didn't know as much then as I know now. So I'm sharing these things with you where I would start today, knowing all the things that I know about the struggles I had with my mindset and the struggles I had with my relationship with food. But these are some really powerful, basic starting points for you. If you're looking to lose weight, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, if you're looking to lose weight, here are some pieces of advice that I would give you some tangible places where you can start in your life. Number one would be to shift your mindset from increasing instead of removing. I think when we decide that we're ready to lose weight, I'm going to be using the word diet a lot throughout this episode, probably, because when most people want to lose weight, they immediately start a diet. And with diet, most of us have our mindsets connected to removal of things that we love, right? When you think about going on a diet, what do you think about? You think about removing all the things that you love. I still use the word diet in my life, but not in the sense that most people use the word diet. When I think about diet, I think about the things that I eat, (laughs) like what am I eating throughout the course of my day? That is what makes up my diet. What am I eating throughout the course of the day? Most people, when they think about diet, they think about all of the the pleasurable foods that they've removed from their life, and they're eating chicken and broccoli and rice so that they can lose weight. And I think the first place our mind goes when we think about losing weight and starting a diet is what are the things that I'm going to take away from myself and no longer allow myself to have? So a lot of people remove things like carbohydrates. Sugar, some people are removing dairy, some people are removing meat, some people are removing entire food groups, some people are just tracking calories, some people are tracking macros, but often not indulging in the things that they really love, maybe because there's an issue with your relationship with food and those things are triggers for you to binge or emotionally eat, whatever the case might be. But if I was to go back and start on day one of my very first weight loss journey, one of the things that I know would have been really powerful for me, and I still think about this now in my life, is what do I want to increase instead of what am I going to remove? What can I have more of instead of what can I have less of? And I think that this is so powerful because of the way that our language makes us feel. When we think about removing things, we think about restriction. We think about not having the things that we want. When we think about adding to our lives, we think about bringing value, enjoying more. So what can you bring into your life more of instead of focusing on what it is you're going to be removing from your life, especially when it comes to the way that you're eating. So maybe when you first start your diet, you're not necessarily thinking about, okay, I'm going to remove X foods, but instead this week I'm going to focus on having more vegetables, having more fruit, having more water, having more connection with myself when I sit down to have a meal, instead of thinking of all of the restriction, think about all the abundance you can be adding to your life in bringing things into your diet, the way that you're eating in a way that's going to really add value to how you feel and help you feel more satiated, right? Maybe you're thinking about increasing your protein bringing more nutrient-dense foods into your diet so that you feel more satiated, less cravings, less snacky feeling throughout the course of the day. If you can focus on what you're adding, it's going to put you into a place of abundance where it's just like, oh yes, like I'm bringing these things into my life and that feels really good instead of heavily focusing on all of the things that you just can't have right now and it makes you feel so miserable. So the first thing I would encourage you to do if you're on day one or you're starting again, is shift your mindset away from what you're removing and think about what you're adding and increasing when it comes to the way that you're eating. So, so powerful. The second thing that I would do if I was on day one of my 100-pound weight loss journey is I would cut my goals in half, How often do you set out on a journey to lose weight and you think about all of the things that you're gonna start doing right now? Like you haven't been to the gym in a year and you're like, okay, I'm gonna get to the gym five days a week for 45 minutes a day. And I'm gonna go out for a mile walk every day after that. And I'm going to hit my protein seven days out of the week. And I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day, even though I've just been living off of soda for the last six months. We go to all of these extremes of what we're going to do and what we tell ourselves we're gonna do we get excited about it because we're like, yes, if I do all of these things, then I'm going to hurry up and get to my goal. I would encourage you to cut whatever your current goal is in half. Whatever you're expecting yourself to do at the start on day one, I would encourage you to be more realistic with yourself. And this isn't because I don't think that we're capable of pushing ourselves. Of course we are. But pushing ourselves to the extreme, like doing things like 75 hard on day one, it creates a lot of all or nothing thinking where it makes you go balls to the wall for an extended period of time. And then when you're finished, most people crash and burn. And they're not able to sustain the results that they get because they're living in a way that's not sustainable for them. So they go from doing everything to doing nothing because they've convinced themselves that just doing something isn't worth it. Like I have to be going hard AF, like 75 hard, hard AF in order to get the results that I want when really that's not true. If we're thinking big picture and about sustainability, you want to think about if I can't do this for the next four years of my life? What makes me think I can do this for the next four weeks or four months? We wanna make sure that the habits and routines that we're participating in are sustainable, which often means being more realistic with the expectations that we set on ourselves. Cut your goals in half. If your goal right now is to get to the gym six days a week, start with getting there three days a week. Start with getting there three days a week, 30 minutes instead of six days a week for an hour. Start with hitting your protein goals four days out of the week instead of seven. Start with journaling three days a week instead of seven. Start with reading five pages a day instead of reading a chapter every day in your book. Like, Cut your goals in half because what will happen is you're going to end up hitting those goals. You're going to end up achieving what it is that you want and you're going to feel so powerful, which is going to allow you to do more. But what most people do is they set these completely unrealistic goals that are so unachievable. Then they start falling short of that and they're like, Oh, well, fuck this then. I can't, you know, I can't do what I said I was going to do. So there's no point in trying at all. If you reverse that, you're going to find that you're going to get so much further in your life. The next thing that I would do if I was on day one of my 100 pound weight loss journey is I would focus on protein and hydration. So I don't know, I will likely never try and intentionally lose weight again. I don't know. Like it's hard to say that for certain because who knows how I'm going to feel in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. I don't know. But if I was to go back to day one, I did some really silly things in terms of my diet and the way that I was eating, right? Like the special K diet, yeah, made me lose a shit ton of weight, but I was literally eating no protein, like at all. I would have a sandwich at the end of the day that maybe had like 20 grams of protein from the turkey that was on it. Like I was barely eating any protein at all, drinking almond milk in my... Uh, cereal, the cereal had maybe one or two grams of protein in it, like there was literally nothing. And what I realized was if I go back and look at photos of myself from all of the excessive exercising that I was doing, even when I started lifting weights on my weight loss journey, I didn't have the muscle that I know is so important for my body. And it's not about looking jacked or like feeling like you're a bodybuilder, but muscle is really incredibly important, especially when it comes to the longevity of our lives. As women, we want to make sure that we are staying strong and we're keeping up our bone density and we're making sure that we're staying strong and able to carry ourselves through life. Like I'm often thinking about that. And a lot of times when people start diets, they're not focusing on things like their macronutrients, which I do think are important, especially protein, especially in terms of getting the figure that you want. Like if you're losing weight because you want to change the way that your body looks, not just in terms of like being thinner and smaller, but actually having the curves that you want or the shape that you want or the strength that you want, you should be focusing on protein. And on top of that, the reason that I included hydration is because these two things play such a role in how you feel throughout the course of your day when it comes to your hunger and fullness levels. And if you're eating enough protein and staying hydrated, you will likely notice that you're not having nearly as many cravings as you do throughout the course of a normal day if you're not prioritizing those things. So if I could go back to day one, I would really encourage myself to focus on my protein and my hydration, making sure that I'm getting enough protein so that I feel satiated and so that I don't just lose a bunch of weight and my body doesn't look the way that I want it to look because I haven't put on any muscle. And in fact, I've just been doing nothing to feed the muscle that my body already currently has. The next thing that I would do if I was on day one of my 100-pound weight loss journey is really focus on finding a workout program that I enjoy. And I think that this is something that a lot of people don't really think about if they're going to the gym, they're just doing random things that's like just doing it to say that they did it. Or they're doing the things that they think they're supposed to do, because that's what got someone else that they know or follow on social media results, even though they absolutely hate doing that workout. I right now, if you asked me to do the workout program that I did the second time I lost weight in the very beginning insanity, the second time I lost 100 pounds, that was the program that I started with. If you asked me to do insanity today, I would probably like kick you in your teeth <laughs> because I'm just like, absolutely not. That sounds so terrible and so painful. And I very rarely enjoy doing that workout program, but I did it because I thought it was what I should do to lose the weight. Like make sure you're doing really high-intensity cardio so that you can drop the LBs quick as possible. Now my workouts look totally different. I don't really do much cardio at all other than one of my leg days a week is a very um, light leg day and focused on a lot of power movements. So I'm doing a lot of like jump squats and things like that. So that technically feels like cardio to me. And I go on walks, which are 10 out of 10, highly underrated by people like start walking more. It's so good for you. But... I think it's so important that we focus on finding workouts that we enjoy. And the only way that we're really able to do that is by trying a lot of different things. I have tried so many different things over the last, I was going to say decade again, but actually it's more like 17 or 18 years. I've tried so many different things over the course of that time. I have done, um, I've done so many workouts. I have done Tybo which is like a boxing kick dancey style. I did Insanity, which is like high-intensity cardio. I did P90X, which was weightlifting. I did 21 Day Fix, which was somewhere in between. I did um, a lot of yoga when I was doing P90X. I actually quite got into it. I've done Pilates movements from some of the Beachbody stuff. I've done bar through some of the Beachbody workouts. I have gone to spin classes. I have trained at the gym. I've done pretty much everything that you can think of. And it took time for me to uncover what I liked and what I like has changed over time. I used to absolutely love working out. Now there are some mornings I wake up and I'm like, it would be really convenient to just work out here, but I just can't get into it. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to drive to the gym because I want to do what I want to do. And I can't do that here because I don't have the machines. So it's like your workouts that you love are going to change over time, but allow yourself to start experimenting with things that you enjoy And you might really genuinely enjoy just walking outside. And that gets to be enough for right now. Maybe one day you'll decide that you want to do more, but you have to give yourself permission to start where you are and do the things that you really enjoy right now. Because in the beginning, especially while you're building the discipline muscle and your follow through muscle and your trust with yourself, it's really important that you like what you're doing because you're going to be far more consistent when you actually like the things that you're doing. So find a workout program that you love. The next thing that I would do if I was on day one of my 100-pound weight loss journey is I would give a big fuck you to perfectionism. And that's something that doesn't change over time. But I think it's so important when you're setting out to lose weight that you don't just think about the weight loss portion of the journey, but you're also keeping in mind the maintenance portion of your journey. And understanding that any weight that you lose, is going to require a certain level of work in order for you to maintain that. And if you're holding yourself to a standard of perfectionism while you are losing weight, you're likely then going to hold yourself to a standard of perfectionism while you're on a maintenance journey. And maintaining your weight requires work day in and day out for the rest of your life. And being perfect for the rest of your life is completely unachievable. So the sooner you can start to break free from this idea that you need to be perfect at all in achieving the things that you want, the sooner you're going to find yourself being consistent. You do not need to be perfect to achieve the things that you want in your life, including weight loss. You just need to be consistent. And it's so important for you to give yourself that permission. And I would encourage you like right off the bat, your first week into your weight loss journey or starting again, whatever this looks like for you. I would encourage you to intentionally skip a day of doing something and then intentionally get back to doing it the next day. The more intentional you can be about building this, you know, trust in yourself and belief in yourself that you can be consistent, and you can be consistent without being perfect, the easier it's going to be for you to stay consistent over the long term. Perfectionism is something that held me back in so many areas of my life for so long. And there are times where I still see the thoughts creeping in of like, oh, this isn't good enough. Or if you can't do this today, then what's the point in doing this? But the benefit is that I have the power now. I have the awareness to just override those thoughts and take action anyway. But a lot of people allow those perfectionist thoughts to dictate how they show up. If you ever find yourself saying, What's the point in doing something that's good for you because you can't do everything? then you're probably struggling with some perfectionism and it's worth you know, reading books on doing research on listening to podcasts on listening to my keynote, because my keynote is all around perfectionism, I'd really recommend like, giving yourself that too, because this journey of losing weight is not just one of what do you do physically, it's one of who are you mentally and what do you believe and changing your mindset is Such an important and critical part of the success that you want in all areas of your life, weight loss included. And I'm going to do an entire episode like this around changing your mindset, where you can start the things that you can begin doing. Uh, but I think it's really important if you recognize perfectionism in yourself and you're wanting to lose weight, I would consider doing some research, reading some books, listening to some podcasts on perfectionism. I've talked about it a ton in my content and on the podcast, but do a deep dive on it. Understand yourself and your perfectionism. That's really how I I got to the point with my mindset around perfectionism is when I realized I was struggling with it, it was like, I want to learn everything that I can about this and why I'm struggling with this so that I can start to break free from these patterns and habits that I see clearly are holding me back. And the final thing that I would do if today was day one of my weight loss journey is I would really focus on learning to love myself where I'm at so that I can approach the change that I'm making from a place of like, I just love myself so much and I deserve this and I want to do this for myself. And I think that so many people are approaching weight loss from a place of hate and disgust and frustration and anger towards themselves. And if there's one thing that I've learned along the way related to my body is that you can never hate yourself to where it is that you want to be. If hating yourself worked, you would be where you want to be by now because I am certain that you have hated yourself far too much in your lifetime already and I just wish that I could go back to my 19 year old self and give her the biggest hug because I was so hard on her I was so tough on her I said the meanest things to her and then again you know in my early 20s when I decided to start my second weight loss journey and then again in my late 20s when I decided to go on my last diet ever to lose weight before my wedding I just was so hard on myself and I wish that I would have loved myself a little bit more along the way. Treat yourself with kindness. Meet yourself with grace. Be compassionate towards yourself. Say kind and loving things. Support yourself. Empower yourself. Celebrate yourself. Cheer yourself on. Like my gosh you deserve those things. So those are six of the things that I would do if today was day one of my weight loss journey. If you loved this episode, I would love to ask if you would share it on your social media, especially if you know that there are people in your audience that would benefit from hearing some of these things. Maybe you have a community of people who are starting their weight loss journeys or on weight loss journeys. If we can spread these messages to people far and beyond just you here listening to this, it means so so much to me to be able to do that. Also, if you have not already, it mean the world to me if you left a rating and review here on the queen of pep talks podcast i appreciate you so much thank you for taking the time out of your day to let me know that these podcasts inspire you it truly does mean the absolute world to me i hope that you guys have the best week ever and i will talk to you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast see ya Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me, and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much, and I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.